Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Jackson, we've got a lot of people that one day we will be at one of the prestigious locations where they induct people into those Hall of Fames. Oh, yeah. When this guy gets called up, I will be the like a proud papa having been on the other side of his first reception, or his first pass. Who are we talking about? Babe Laufenberg. Oh, wow. Yeah, Babe Laufenberg. You know how much pressure that is and that how is a lot. proud okay. I am to be able to say nobody else can say that in the world. Nobody can say that. Babe Laufenberg is um, is one of those guys that um, I abs- I absolutely admire him. Well, I'm and building- no, no, and I'm just telling you, um, when they go to that podium, how many people are you waiting on, and will you be in the audience? Well, for when that Brian Mitchell's party is going to be. Well, the best. I mean, yeah. we'll, you know, we'll be so wasted on that one. I don't know yeah. if we'll even be conscious. That's true. That's the one that's going to be the most fun. Yeah, uh, that is good. I saw so I saw Laufenberg last week in the uh, up in the radio booth, you know, walking around, and he doesn't dress like a radio guy. I mean, no, he dresses no, no, like no, a, he's a celebrity. Uh, he does dress like a celebrity. So, yeah. looking forward to talking to him at the bottom of the hour. We'll get Babe Laufenberg on at that point. Um, right. You were going through the Pro Bowl team, so the first and second team All Pro, not Pro Bowl, All right. Pro. No, excuse no, no, me, no, All no. Pro teams came out today. Right uh, in the NFL, only Jeremy Reeves representing the Commanders. Um, the interesting, I think, the most interesting vote or most controversial from this team's standpoint would be how could John Allen or Deron Payne not get in, in at least in the second team, right? Um, and I, w- I would say Allen <coughs> first for me. I don't know about you. Was I, there I, a second team for the All-Pro? Yeah, there was. Okay. And they didn't need, neither one of them uh, were represented there either. So well, I'm, Quentin Williams, I think, he didn't make the NFL PAs. But Chris Jones and Quentin Williams – Williams, or maybe you put him at a nose tackle, were just so destructive. Right. That there's nothing that was glaring. It's a tough vote. I mean, there's there's apparently six players that receive votes uh, for first or second team that are going to be free agents this year in defense as defensive tackles. So for everybody that's like freaking out about the ability to keep Deron Payne, still, I'm not saying it's easy, but it is good to know it is a deeper market. So it's not going to be like it's it's Deron Payne and everybody and nobody else. You know what I mean? So there is quite a few of those guys out there. So that's certainly uh, good news. But yeah, I mean, you know, Simmons, you know, who we saw here when Tennessee was here, um, wicked. He's a stud. Wicked. Um, you know, it just seemed like this year with Aaron Donald having a a non Aaron Donald kind of season. Well, he's this the goat. Would, this That's would have the been the year, it, yeah. right? Like this would have been the year to get it. But the first teamers, as you mentioned, Quint, Quint and Williams from the Jets, Chris Jones um, from the um, from the Chiefs, and remember, Chris Jones at one point weren't they playing him on the outside and they moved him back inside? Yeah, yeah. He he's just yeah. unblockable. And the goat, and you all, as you mentioned it, if he's in Los Angeles yeah. playing, 
I mean, he's the MJ. It's not even close. Yeah. Yeah, so the second team on the tackles, again, Jeffrey Simmons and uh, Dexter Lawrence, the Giants. Animal. You remember, I mean, he's come a long way from the guy that jumped offside last year on a field goal. They gave Dustin Hopkins a second chance sure to beat did. the Giants. Um, Hassan Reddick made second team for the Eagles. I got a lot of Eagle fans telling me he's he's had a better year. And statistically, this is true uh, in terms of sacks in in number of in uh, in a shorter amount of snaps than uh, Micah Parsons. Believe it or not, um, but Micah Parsons is on the first team because he's well, Micah Parsons. Uh, Miles Garrett made second team as well on the edge, and so. that was the, the the debate whether or not Miles made it on one. Yeah, Parson didn't. Miles had numbers. Miles, I would say this: if you could pick a guy, who would you pick? I'd probably take Parsons. I'm taking Miles Garrett. Oh, really? Okay. Absolutely. I like Parsons because they move him around. Yeah, no, I, I'm all into that. But yeah. two seventy five, mm-hmm. unblockable. I mean, just he's a physical freak. And he can overpower you and get around you. I love Parsons a lot, but again, size in this league, there are people he he can't he can't move. Toughest position I think this year to pick would have been wide receiver. Uh, there were so many good ones. Obviously, Justin Jefferson. You start with him and fill the rest out. Is he year one? Yeah, he, that he is in there. Justin Jefferson is Wicked. number one. Number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other two on the first team: Tyree Kill and Devonte Adams. The two guys that got traded this offseason. So you could say, yes, they gave up a lot for him, but they made first team. I mean, that's what you want, right? Like, I mean, if you're going to pay a guy that kind of freight, you want him to be first team all pro, and they were. The second team all pro wide receiver team, though, is pretty sick. It's A.J. Brown for the Eagles. Nasty. Stephon Diggs. He a Terp. Total freak. Uh, and, well, C.D. Lamb, but... That's overrated. It's a little bit of drop off. Yeah, he he he, he got to drop. <laughs> I think it's a bit of a drop off after five. He's got after the drop the top five, <laughs> and he's a, he's a hell of an athlete. No, Don't he get is me wrong. Good. He's good. He's open. But he a lot. can't touch the other eighty. The other guys are, are way better. The other guys: Jefferson, <laughs> Hill, Lamb. I mean, uh, I mean, sorry, Jefferson, Hill, Adams, and uh, Diggs and AJ Brown are, are head and shoulders. And the kid in Vegas. See, I'm starting to really question. Vegas, I don't think their head coach is anything special. No. I think he's privileged. But you can't have find this many all-pro players on a team that's at home. Yeah, they're kickers Wait at all-pro. Wait a minute, pro. dude. You got so kicker, receiver, ru- the best running back. Yeah. I mean, clearly, that's that's malpractice. Yeah. Well, they lost a lot of, like, brain-dead games. I mean, like, you just well, like, how they did they just coach. lose that? Oh, right. It's, it's yeah. about coaching. Like, it, uh, Him and the tight clown games, right? in L.A. with the Chargers yeah. simply have photos on somebody. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I always thought that this guy was privileged anyway. No Not that there's anything wrong with being privileged, but that's just too many really good players, and you're a non-playoff team? That's, that is – that's crazy. No doubt about it. It's um, and Frisco. How do you get a baby? How do you get rookies to be all pro? You draft. Yeah, I'm just saying. Draft but to really be well. the best. Yeah, yeah. That's, you that's draft amazing. really well is what you do. That's yeah, what they you do. do, and they develop. Yeah, they're developed. They're drafted. All that good stuff. Yeah, they've done it. Fred they Warner. Um, who would you pay to? Well, you know, I always like to think because Kyrie, my boy. I even though there's a whole bunch of things we could say about him that wouldn't be favorable. <laughs> but Kyrie Irving, I'll pay to see that. There's certain people I'll pay. I'll yeah. I'll take 
transportation. I'll take the, the metro. See that? That is just something that you can't. I can't even describe it. I know it's going to happen. I just don't know when it's going to happen. Right. Whereas there are people that make more as much. We pay a couple of them here. That I'll pass. I mean, when you say box office, that's guaranteed that he's going to perform at a level. We don't give our musicians around the world enough credit to come out and just are spectacular, whether they're instruments or vocalists or whatever, in arenas, auditoriums, coliseums, whatever. No excuses. Think they're never sick. They don't ever have issues. They come out bright light. Performance called being a pro. And this dude, if you can get him to the arena, <laughs> it's just <laughs> sick. And that's why um, I, I really like him. These lists are cool. I look at it and I look at our division because all I really care about is yeah. our team. Sure. And I go for our D-line to has been as effective as it was. You got nobody. With as many all-pro linemen in the NFC East on the first team. Another tip your cat to Jack, Del Rio and company, Coach Z, Ryan Kerrigan. First year, guys. Kelsey, there's four of the five that are in our division yeah, the offensive line. that are all pro yeah. on the offensive line. And our boys were that competitive. And we kicked our cover outside our coverage and got rid of our pro bowlers. You know, but we're still waiting for that to work. It may work. Just hadn't worked yet. All right, let's get to. We got a little commander's ownership news. Perhaps a front runner. Uh, Do you know him? I don't know him. No. I bet he knows you. I don't. I don't know any of these guys. You, have you heard? I mean, you, you know who Hank, You know who probably knows a lot of these guys. Yeah. Fred Smoot. Oh. Uh, no doubt. All right. If he doesn't, he will. I can guarantee he will. No question, he will. Yeah. Yeah, that guy runs with a lot of billionaires. All right, so we'll get to this uh, story. ABC Seven's got out with uh, who they believe they've identified one of the front runners for the commanders. Purchase when we continue. It is Burgundy Gold today. Don't forget Babel off and Burgundy at 130 as well. Talking Cowboys box with us here on the Team 90 streaming live on the Free Odyssey app. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours. Okay, Jackson, you promised the Burgundy yes, Gold we did. Today audience. I did. That you would drop some pearls of wisdom upon them. Uh, ABC Go for it. ABC 7 uh, reporting, Scott Abraham, that Todd Bowley, a businessman with ties to the sports world, was identified as a potential buyer for the commanders. And he is making a strong push to buy the team. Um, he is from the area. He was raised in Bethesda, went to the Landon School. He is also, more, probably more importantly than any of that stuff, he is a co-owner of Chelsea Football Club, uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers, and the Los Angeles Sparks as well. So he has been in, as they say, the business of sports uh, for a while here as at least a partial owner 
um, and apparently making a strong push. Now, if you're of the belief like many people are, and I don't, again, begin to guess as to how the NFL is going to handle this with uh, Dan Snyder, like how much say he has versus how much input they have as to which direction this bid's going. But there's a lot of feeling that maybe he would rather, I don't know, never win another game in the rest of his life and keep the team than sell to Jeff Bezos um, because he kind of feels like maybe that, you know, he was he owns a newspaper that was pretty tough on him, and he's mm-hmm. got some feelings about that mm-hmm. that might have been orchestrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's how he feels. Again, mm-hmm. that's that's his, his world. Um, so maybe this makes sense for you to hear names like Mr. Bowley here, Josh Harris, um, you know, some others that have come up. That makes sense. Now, Bowley, and, and again, Josh Harris is, uh, I believe, from here as well, part Sixers, part Devils yep. uh, owner. And that's cool that they're local uh, because they would have some knowledge of the things. But to me, what more is more important is that they're actually in the business already a little bit. Maybe not full bore, but they yeah. kind of have a little bit of hands-on. But do you think the local thing matters much? Because obviously, it, Only if they're telling the truth. I mean, we heard Dan right. was local. Yes, he is. He didn't know what Bobby Mitchell's number was. You know, and he gave it again and had him. So you can't fake your fandom because you don't have to have been a fan. We'll love you. Right. Like a cheesecake. I mean, I don't think Jack Cook was a grew up a Washington Redskins fan. He was in Los Angeles. He was Canadian. Um, you know, he just owned the Chrysler building. Yeah. You know, he went to it was in Kentucky. It was an investment, you know. Yeah. And that's OK. But yeah. don't fake it. Don't fake it. Get somebody who does know. I mean, you to be rich. I, I assume, I think it would take a hell of a lot of effort and energy. And in doing that, you may not be up on current things, but you are pretty good at what you do to make money. You simply have to hire better than Dan. You can't take your buddy's advice and all they do is watch ESPN. That's we've been run off ESPN. We've run off ESPN for a decade, and it just catches up with you. It's, you got to get people that are serious about this, because your fan base. Those that carried you through the glory days are expiring. No doubt. And I think all these options are exciting in their own ways. Mm-hmm. They all have to, obviously, as you and I have talked about, have the type of capital where they're not begging. They're not, you know, trying to stick up three municipalities for a stadium. They're right. going to have to bring uh-huh. some of their own money, right? That's you're going right. to have to bring your own you money. You can't be broke rolling yeah. up in this joint. Yeah, nobody's, nobody's going to listen to you if you're looking for a handout because it's just not how it works anymore. So... They're going to have to have a vision to do that, have the ability to, you know, lobby, especially if they want to be in this district. Uh, so that's important too. So I'd like, to, I'd kind of like to know that part of these guys because I think that's where maybe Bezos would be in front of some of the others, perhaps. Well, your boy with Kelsey, who's in on the building of a stadium, this is a four-year yeah. project. Yeah, he's building with Chelsea. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. See, that's what I'm looking at. Also, yeah. anybody associated with the Lakers and the Dodgers. Well, just the Dodgers and the Sparks. No, no Lakers. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Is he Lakers, no, too? Dig deeper. Oh, okay. Yeah, Lakers. Right. Purple and gold. So he's with the Lakers. Well, not with, but he's part. He's, he's, in, the, he's in the club. Well. In the clubhouse. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, the Dodgers is impressive. Well, don't hate. No, don't it, hate no it's impressive because they're in it every year, and they, they do this weird thing that, that we were told you can't do around here, which is spend. Yeah. It's still actually, you know. Be careful what you say around here because right here is still right here <laughs> because the, the match may still be under yes. the watchful eye of yes, the learners. And I ain't mad at them. Well, literally, as, as I look out the window, I think one of their buildings is staring at me. Yeah, because they never lied to you. They're in the business. Right, they're in the business to make money. To make money. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And they gave you a chip. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so. They did. And um, 
with the NF, N, N, NL, yeah, Major League Baseball tying a rope around their umbilical cord mm-hmm. with this massing deal. Yes. There's no way to operate on a level playing field when you're getting effed the yeah. way they are over that. It's not fair. You know, and they let, let Angelos and that crew, who don't even want to be competitive, that's the part that really is bad because that was a hell of an organization. It was. The Orioles. Because when I got here, that's all we had. I've never gotten nothing bad to say about the birds because that's all we had. But the way they're operating, I mean, it's just it's criminal. Yeah, no doubt. And again, I you know I don't care if he grew up a Redskin fan or not, but it doesn't hurt. I mean, to, to know the area and not to be confused and not to like, like you said, you know, if he was a real fan, right? Like to understand it, know, have some feelings of the history, and again, more importantly, uh, you know, make the right, let the right people do the football stuff. I mean, I heard Ross Tucker this morning with Kevin. And <laughs> you mean the king? Yeah, and, and it was. Prefer it, if you would reference him. Well, there was only one king here, and he's R.I.P. But anyway, so he was saying, you know, they relive the Marty stuff again, and it, it's just oh, incredible man, to hear hear it. And it, it, it happened, but and it was real, and it just still just burns you to this day to think about. We 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 could have been so good. Yeah, but it basically came down to, hey man, I'm not having fun. Yeah. I'm not involved. Can can you let me make decisions? No. <laughs> yeah, the general. <laughs> no, I can't. It was in my contract. Fire me then. And, and ask Ma- LeVar Arrington. Ask the people who played with the general. Yeah. Oh, Smoot loved him. As hard as he was yeah. on him. Yeah, they loved him. You heard it was Smoot. Yeah, he loved him. And you him. know Fred's never going to lie. No, he loved now, Fred, Marty. He loved Marty. And Fred, they, those guys had so much talent. And look how good Marty was, right? Like, Fred held out. Yeah. <laughs> That's just, well, he didn't held out, but he, he had a contract yeah. dispute because he didn't have a contract yet. Right. He, he got, came in camp late, mm-hmm. and they, they taught him a lesson the first day. You got to do Oklahoma drill. Oklahoma drill. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, but he balled out, and they loved playing for him. The brother was a great defensive coach, and they were headed the right way. And if you look at the who's who of front office people, they had, and you think about how this place has struggled for 20 plus years with a. Solid front office. And John Snyder is a young buck. Marty hired Seattle. him. Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl guy in Seattle. You know, Trent Balky, who, uh, you oh. know, give him what you want for doing Jacksonville. But guess what? He's Dang. got him on the rise again. Got him again. Yeah, did it with 49ers before that. He fixed a sewage break, a sewage leak. Yeah, they had all kinds of cap problems. In one, no, but he one had that year. lunatic from Ohio State down there. Yeah. And they had, a, they had something worse than we've ever had here. And not only did they come in. And they brought the team in in plastic. They sprayed the place down, repainted, <laughs> redone, and built it up, and they're better than we are. Yeah. And we beat them. See, that's my point. The New York and the Jacksonville projects are all I needed to see to know that we're being sold a bunch of BS. Because it's not that complicated if you got the right stuff and people trust you. Now, one thing I know about this team, they trust this group. They trust Ron Rivera. That even makes it worse, the fact that they love you and are willing to take a bullet for you. You just don't know what direction to put me. You got a compass and can't read it. So we need to get somebody in here to read the compass for him because the rest of it he's good at. But reading the compass, I don't think so. Yeah. Look at uh, track record. No. So – Going back to the Schottenheimer thing, the okay, one thing that always oh, hit, it just hits me again because it, it always. Could you refer to him as General? General it always crushes me because 
just to think about this, we talk about like quarterbacks and how you have to have one to survive, blah, blah, blah. And I get it. It was 2001-ish. Okay, 2001. Mm -hmm. 2002. Um, They cut their starting quarterback Mm -hmm. after what, fourth week, third week, right? And Mm -hmm. just rolled with Tony Banks. Yeah. And Kent Graham had to play a little bit and, you know, went eight and three down the stretch. Just like what Ron did here. No, really. Yeah. They had it didn't work. Yeah. They got it fixed from within and the team caught fire because they believed in it. They had a good vibe. They do have a good vibe amongst themselves. Again, we just gotta get somebody to read that compass a little bit. But Schottenheimer never at one point, like late in the season when they needed a win, said, You know what? I wanna see Jeff George again. I'm gonna no. go pick him back up. No, he didn't no. do that. He stuck with Tony Banks. Yeah. 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 Compass. He, yeah. Anyway. You know, you can read your team. You can act like you. G was a real. I mean, this dude, man, boy, I miss him. He was so fun to hear his meetings. And I asked him a meeting in an open forum about Dallas, about the rivalry. Oh, he's and, so oh great, my man. God, wasn't that the greatest answer ever? And he came back at me as like you know, as if I didn't know. I grew up silver and black on the yeah. West Coast. I he was in the greatest rivalry in sports. Raiders and Kansas, and he just he he was on point. He had it, he got it. My favorite Schottenheimer moment is the seating charts. He decided where the <laughs> the player set. Player set. That's the best on the plane. Who your roommate was. See that's that that's a that's leadership. There's nothing he missed down to who your roommate was. And to those veterans, they hated it. Oh yeah, right. That's how you flip them. They hadn't busted a grape. They hadn't won anything. And he and, and they lost like we did. We lost first five. They lost first five. They won 98 of 11. They did the same thing we did. And if brains, brains doesn't disrupt the flow of it, who knows what would have happened. Yeah. Very frustrating. Very frustrating to think. Can so, you imagine Smoot with, with a Super Bowl ring? And, oh, he'd have been out of control. Oh, my God. That, or he already is out of Can control. Can you imagine Smoot? Just on Super Bowl week, being at a hotel. Seriously. So, <laughs> will uh, hopefully Todd Bowley or Josh Harris, if they were, you know, Washington Redskins fans growing up, they took notes over these last 20 some odd years of not to do, do not do that, do not do this. It's a lot of do not to do, you know. Things not to do. Yeah, there's more not to do than there are things to do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like hire smart people, let them do their job and uh, be accountable, uh, be available, actually have a public voice would be smart for the next person, whoever it is, to actually have a public voice mm-hmm. to be out there. I mean, you know, people have, you know, say what you want about Ted Leonsis. He's always been accountable in that always. regard. You know, always. he did the transparent Ted thing when he made the most uh, one of the more unpopular things he MJ. did after they, the the oh, yeah. mess. He did. Yeah, that, here's yeah. what we did: we screwed up. Uh, we're going to try to fix it and just let it just bled it out on the blog. And it was one of the smartest things he ever did in terms of getting the fan base <clears> to like, okay, we kind of understand. We have, feel like he's letting us in on the thought process of where it didn't work. Yeah. Now here's what they're going to try to do. That's cool. But Ted's also never alienates himself from the fans. He's amongst the fans. Right. And He's that's not important. afraid of the fans. That's important. Yeah. So, I mean. I think it's very important. Yeah. Whether you believe what they're telling you or not, at least yeah. they're putting themselves out there. You don't have to be a Hall of Famer or filthy rich to be around Ted. Yeah. And that's the difference. Yeah. Know? So, hopefully, again, uh, whoever these new new person, persons, <laughs> however it works out, are, 
for the commanders. They're, uh, they have been paying attention. All right, let's get to our buddy Bay Bloffenberg. Doc Walker caught the first touchdown pass from Bay Bloffenberg, or first pass? Uh, you know, we don't remember. It, it, <laughs> it was probably like an 89, 89 yard 89 touchdown. Yard it may have been. I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, Babel know. Of, Babel know. He'll, he'll draw it up for us. A lot of head trauma. Babel draw it up for us next when we continue here on Burgundy Gold today. Team 98 streaming live on the Free Odyssey app. Burgundy Gold today. Doc Walker, Scott Jackson, Team Nunnity. I just got streaming live on the free Odyssey app. I just got a text. Oh yeah, what's it say? Well, Babe said, "Is it two thirty Eastern?" They go, you know, when that little Central Eastern deal. Oh yeah. Oof. And I said one thirty ET. Oh, oh. But it could be different, so it might be either way. We could still get him. I got you. We, but I'm Maddie is Maddie's talking. talking. Yeah, Maddie's negotiating. Talking He's negotiating. Right I think right now. Let's see what kind of nego- oh, so he did it. Maddie, I he turned it in. He made it happen. Well, Laufenberg is kind of a big thing. He's he a is? national guy. Yeah. And we're asking him to come on a local show. That's and, a good point. You know, it could be it could be beneath him a bit. Brother Laufenberg. <laughs> Doc, anytime I'm doing your show, it's always above me. No, no. I was telling Jackson, I said, and he, he might have thought it was PT, ET. Right. He's in all so time, many zones. time zones. Yeah, he's things, in a lot right? of time yeah, And he's got so much on his plate. Yeah. Well, Doc, I always I, – I put – I just talked to your producer, and I said, it's supposed to be one thir- – I just texted you and said, we're still good for 2.30 EST. I always put the the time in – time zone in, I should yeah. say. Yeah. But well, I'm good to go. I'll tell you what. We won't take up much of your, most of your time. Jackson doesn't believe that when you – if you get inducted. Into whatever Hall of Fame it is, did you say I will be there. Or, did you say inducted or indicted? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm There's telling you, a far, him a far better chance of me being indicted than yeah, inducted. That we're searching for the football and going back because every quarterback oh, yeah. thinks of every power hitter thinks of his first home run, first stolen base, first out, and then I am so proud to be able to say that I was on the other end of that 85, I think it was 85, 95 yard bomb. Yeah, Yeah, that was the play, but yeah, but, and so we're trying to find, Babe's looking for the video and we're trying to put this thing together again, just to have it for that moment. Well, I got to find it for two reasons. One, I want to send it to you, obviously, Brad Sham, our play-by-play guy for the Cowboys, I want to prove to him that, yes, you did indeed catch my first professional pass. And the other thing is the Hall of Fame has kept on me about can we get that first throw to Doc Walker. They want to put it it on display. Absolutely. Well, it should be. It should be. And and, uh, do you remember the play, the call in the huddle? 85 Dodge. Yeah, 85 Dodge. 85 yeah. Dodge. Yeah, 85 and Dodge. What, and what happened was we, we I had a it, – it's a post deep, and then you got the little Dodge route by Doc, a little uh-huh. five-yard out as it uh-huh. came to be. And uh-huh. I had the post wide open, but yeah. I thought, that's not going to make all the highlight shows. Everybody uh-huh. can just sit there and throw the post. I'm going to throw the little five-yard out. Doc is going to break six tackles, get the ball like the Marshawn Lynch play, right? Right, it's it was. Battle. Close to beast mode, pre-beast and mode, I, yeah. Yep, and so Doc caught it at five yards, and and Doc got tackled at five yards. So, <laughs> poor decision on my part. 
Dave Laufenberg. I had, I had, I had such faith in Doc. Yeah. Doc was just like, look, just get me the ball, take care of the rest. Yeah, I got the rest cover. cover. Yeah, and he, he, you know, there's the famous Walt Garrison story. Walt Garrison, yeah, uh, fullback for Great the Cowboys. Cowboy, yeah, 70s. 32. He, he said, uh, he said, if it's third and one, he said, you need a yard. I'm going to get your yard. He said, if it's third and three, I'm going to get your yard. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hey, put it in a capsule for us. Kind of a big thing for our fan base. Did you guys, were you drinking champagne on the plane back? Did you not care? I mean, really, it, it, give us your version of it from the Dallas Cowboys' point of view about that loss here. Oh, gosh. They don't allow alcohol on the plane anymore. Number two, I don't think that would have been a reason for popping the cork. But, uh, hey, you know what I was celebrating? Sam Howell. I swear, I think. I think you guys may have your quarterback sitting on that roster right now. I like him. Mm, wow, good. We like him, too. What, what, I just hope they let him get a chance next year. It would be oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I assume they will. And I know it's one game and all that, but I really liked him coming out of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can't judge anything on one game. It happens so fast for you out there. But uh, I, I'm intrigued to see him. The other thing is, Doc, you know who you got to get up if you want to shore up your offensive line? Nolan Laufenberg. Okay? It's on the practice squad, but you bring him up, and I see another Russ Grimm in the making. Wow. Nah, I mean, he's just, but I like the last name. Oh, it is good. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to ask you, that had anything yeah, to do with yeah. his name and his oh, name relation. I, did, well, I knew uh, he had to be a winner. You had us, baby. Well, yeah, sir. He, he well, had to be a winner. And, hey, and, and uh, you know, like Sam Howell, we don't know. Let's get him out there. But uh, it's funny, we, we are not related, but I've kept in touch with him ever since, you know, he, he went there. And uh, I've talked to him after the game, met his parents last week after the really? game out by the buses. Yeah, yeah, it's been fun. And again, we're not a relation, but it's funny as we all decided uh, with his parents and his grandparents, and there aren't a lot of Laufenbergs. So right. maybe somewhere along the way, there, there is a connection if somebody goes back and, and researches the family tree. But uh, only yeah, yeah. you would we, do that, babe. Only you. Well, w- w- would you guys pull for a Laufenberg? Absolutely. We did very strongly we did. back in the days, you know. Just flip this city upside down. You know that this city rooted for you big time back in the day. Oh, it was great. It was great. And, hey, and I, I saw Marty Herney. We still keep in touch. And uh, I saw Marty on the sideline. We were talking before the game. And yeah. I said, Marty, are we, are we, is this city going to screw another Laufenberg? Are we going to just keep this guy down? <laughs> that is uh, good stuff. What is the climate there in Dallas? You guys are always the favorite. You, I mean, you're, in anybody's poll, no matter what your record is, you picked Super Bowl favorites, blah, blah, blah. But on the real tip, what's the vibe that you pick up? Well, it's funny. If you were here and or you're just a Cowboy fan, wherever you are across the country, everybody is doom and gloom, right? Because they've seen this for 25 years. 26. Right? Oh, go ahead, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, they know the way this story has ended. Uh, if, if you're 25 years old, you, you, you can hear all these stories about the Cowboys. You haven't seen any haven't of seen it. Anything. Yeah, yeah. So I posted something the other day. I, I do think it's unfair. I put it to my Twitter, not that it matters, but I said it's unfair, this, these Monday night games in the playoffs. Um, Cowboys are going to get back, 
at four in the morning from Tampa on a basically Tuesday morning. Then they're going to have to travel either to San Francisco or Philadelphia, depending on the outcome of this weekend's games. And you're on a short week. Coaches, you know, they're going to, they're going to be going to bed at five in the morning and up attacking the day again at eight. It's just, I understand during the regular season, things happen in a schedule where you got a rough stretch, right? Playing three games in 12 days, whatever the case may be. But the playoffs, is too much at stake to, to have a team play on Monday night, travel back, short work week, and then go travel somewhere else and play. So, But you know what the response was on my Twitter? I can't wait. You're going to lose it. anyway? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> and yeah. these – these are cowboy fans. These aren't coming. This isn't Teddy in Tampa Bay. <laughs> but, These are cowboy but babe, fans. You get Thanksgiving gift every year. Yeah. You've got more gifts than anybody in football. You're on national television every week. I, I just I, I don't I don't know I'm where not, I can feel sorry whining. for you. No, I'm not whining. I'm just saying when the playoff comes, I, I just think you have to make it as even a playing field as you possibly can. And and having a team play Monday, I wouldn't care who it was. Even Tampa Bay, if they win, you know, they're they're at least at home, right? You you're gonna they're gonna go back, sleep in their beds, they're gonna get to bed at one o'clock in the morning and they'll be ready to hit the day Tuesday. Um it's it's just not the way it's gonna be. So anyway, I and and trust me, I talked to Troy Aikman this morning who's doing the Monday night game and he said, Yeah, I saw your toy <laughs> I, said, I said, it's nothing against you and Joe. You guys worked the Saturday game last week, right? Jacksonville mm-hmm. and uh, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, I want you to work a game. I just don't want you to work it on Monday night. <laughs> yeah, TV dollars, man. It, uh, it runs the yeah. league, as you know. It's yeah, why we're doing this Thursday buddy. night thing in 17 weeks, yeah. you know, 17 yeah. games, I mean. But again, everybody everybody's going to go through the Thursday night game for the most part, right? During yeah. the regular season, everybody for the most part play a Monday night game. There's only one team playing a Monday night that's having to travel back, and that's the Cowboys. Well, they could, you know, and again, it could just be for a locker cleanup. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, maybe that's what they were thinking. I mean, all just clean the lockers yeah. out. You know, what's yeah, the they might have just said, you know, yeah. well, who cares? Yeah. They're the road team. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, season exactly. will be uh, over. Get us our That's ratings, great. and then They'll we'll uh, send up the off season. I don't know. Well, well, you, you guys sound like you work in the league office right now. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, babe. Everybody, people come up to me and say, "You know, babe, Lawfenberg." I say, "Yeah, yeah." They said, "How much one-on-one time do you get with Jerry?" Oh, me? Yeah. Um, really now zero. What? Yeah, no. Oh, I would have thought you'd have been apple no, in but his I get- eye. No, I get a little time with the coaches, and you know, you develop a relationship there. Um, and and what's funny is, you know, Mike McCarthy found out this is a different ball game down here. He didn't have an owner in Green Bay. Oh, that's to right. right. To. That's right. <laughs> so that's right. it's so funny because to me, we're going to leave Washington out of this story. Okay. The the two kind of iconic franchises in the NFL are Green Bay and Dallas. Mm-hmm. Now, Pittsburgh has been great. I love – to me, that's the best organization in football. Mm-hmm. They keep their coaches. They keep their people. The fans are fantastic. But there's – you know, there's the Yankees, there's the Celtics, there's the Lakers. And, and in the NFL, to me, it's you have, you have the Packers and the Cowboys. And here's a guy who grew up in the inner city of Pittsburgh, and Mike McCarthy, mm-hmm. who has coached those two teams. 
Yeah. Uh, to me, that's pretty wild. Like if, if you set out in your coaching career, right? And he, he started out, you know, at, at the lower rung of everything, like all coaches do. And if you said to the young Mike McCarthy, when he got into the business, Hey, you're going to one day be the head coach of the Green Bay Packers and the Dallas Cowboys. You wouldn't have believed it. Not because of his ability. It's just, well, that just doesn't happen. But it's happened for him. It's been a heck of a run, that's for sure. We're talking to Babe Loffer for the BetQL. Is with us via the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter. Be the books. Download the BetQL app today. Cowboys analyst, and of course, uh, Washington Redskins legend uh, with us here on Burgundy Gold today. All right, I got to ask you about uh, this this team's uh, ability to to stop what has been a weird Buccaneers uh, offense. I mean, they've they've not been great at times. They've been actually hideous in a lot of occasions here. Yeah. I mean, and it, you know, the beauty of Tom Brady over the years has been, you know, if you're stopping him, if you can get pressure up the middle is usually the way to beat him. Uh, do you feel like the Cowboys defense is ready for that kind of uh, that kind of outing? We've seen some really good Cowboy moments this year defensively. Um, obviously, last week was, you know, again, I don't know what the motivation of that group was, what have you, but it wasn't necessarily their greatest game. What, what do you what do you think we're going to see on Monday night? Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, you're, you're exactly right. You look, but you look at Tampa Bay's parts, right? You see Godwin, you see Mike Evans at receiver, and you see Legarrette Blunt in the backfield, and you got Tom Brady, and you're like, how is that offense struggling? But They've had a lot of issues on their offensive line. Tristan Wirfs, a right tackle who may be as good as any in the game. Uh, you know, he hurt his ankle a couple of weeks ago, sat out last week. He'll be back. We'll see see what he looks like. But it's funny because the Cowboys played in the opener in the 21, 2021 season against Tampa, and then they had him in the opener this year, 2022, both Sunday night games. In the first game, Tampa threw it all over the place like they do. Uh, you know, Brady, I think two years running now, has thrown the most passes in the NFL. Well, they came out in the opener this year, and the Cowboys kept waiting for the passing game. And Tampa ran it on the first series. And I said, okay, well, they got that out of their system. <laughs> then they came and ran it on the second series. Then they ran it on the third series. They actually ran more than they threw for, like, one of the few times this season. So, I don't. again, it was all throwing in 2021. It was all running this year. So, I don't know what what they're going to see from Tampa in terms of how Tampa Bay is going to attack them offensively. Well, I do know this. Uh, Tom Terrific's record is perfect, which will mean squat, because that's in the yeah. past. And I yeah. think the fact that Washington was able to punch you in the face woke you up and will wake you up. And nobody with pride. Your kids have a lot of pride. And I just don't. I don't see that happening back-to-back. I am a little bit of concern, concerned about your quarterback who's under a ton of heat, as always, and making what he makes he ought to be. Judge Dak, and are you okay with it or are you concerned? Um, it's a good question, and I really need to break out my vocabulary here. Um, is it concern? Is it dread? Is it apprehension? It's like Brad and Sham, Brad Sham and I have this little thing going, right? Mm -hmm. the, we, we got talking about problem, this problem, that's a problem. The difference between a problem and an issue is an issue is a problem that you can't solve, right? <laughs> you know, we all, like you say, hey, that guy has issues. That, yeah. that means if the guy has problems, you say, well, let's talk to him. We'll bring him in and we'll talk to him. We'll get this figured out. So... 
Dak has had problems. <laughs> Not issues. <laughs> I, I don't think he. I don't think he has issues. And the interesting thing is, I, I went by two things. I looked at every interception. He's had fifteen of them. Seven of them you would not put on deck. So half the interceptions you would not put on deck. Now I put the one I last week on deck, yeah, by I the way. That, yeah. yeah. Um, and the other part is, historically, he has not turned the ball over. He, he didn't do it at Mississippi State. He didn't do it. Hey, his rookie year, he had 23 touchdowns and four interceptions. So historically, he has not turned the ball over. Um, that being said, you know, is, is it in his head a little bit now of, oh, my goodness, uh, I don't want to keep – I don't want I don't want to see that again. I don't want to see what happened in Washington again. I don't want to see Fuller going in for a pick six. It's got to be somewhat, right? I mean, I don't care how strong you are mentally, and he is one of those mentally strong guys. Um, at some point, you got to say, is this really going to keep happening? So it, it's, a, it's a huge test. And the other part is, you know Brady's not going to give you one, right? So if you throw one, you're going to be minus one at the end of the game in turnover differential. No doubt. Um, should be good to watch Monday night. Well, babe, uh, either you're going to be hurrying back to get on a plane again to go to Philly or San Francisco, or it's going to be uh, time to get the golf clubs out. So uh, at least Oh, no, no. We look forward. We may call you next week too, babe. Because At least oh, you have something to look forward you to. You know, half weekend. your fan base is here. That's true. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, now half those... your fan base is here. So, and Cowboy Clay sends his best. And uh, good luck to you, my brother, because I know it's another check, and I want you and the Shamster. I want you guys to get paid as much as possible. Doc, I appreciate. It. A lot of people don't think of me when they think of the Cowboys, you know, winning or losing. But I appreciate that you do. And oh, you're absolutely. Exactly right. I want your family to, to flourish. Hey, do you guys have thirty seconds, or are you going to? Yeah, no, 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 go ahead. Got... For you, we got thirty. Okay. So very quickly, you talk about all the. The Cowboy fans up there in Washington. Right. Well, we'll, well, we'll, we fly in the team charter. We get on the bus to the team hotel. We stay at the team hotel. And there's always Cowboy fans down there, right? Looking for autographs, all that. Hey, yeah. you know, in the lobby. So anyway, you know, the guy's got that South Jersey accent. You're up in New York. And he's, oh, babe. And, you know, he's got the Dak jersey on and the whole nine yards. And they want to talk to you. And, and I always say, hey, how, let me ask you, how did a guy – that's not a Texas twang I'm hearing. How did you become a Cowboys fan? And to a person, okay, they all say, well, when I was, when I was in high school, me and my dad didn't get along. And I knew I couldn't – and I knew I couldn't – he said, I knew I couldn't do anything to him. So the only way that I could really piss him off was to be a Cowboys fan. So I love it. Uh, I love it. No, it's great. Like it's Clarence, so true, man. Clay it's and his so father. True. His father. I love it. Was the staunch Burgundy it. and Gold member. Uh, his yeah. mother bleeds Burgundy and yeah, Gold. It is true, man. But it's a way to get attention. It, no question was the way. Yeah, yeah I know is. a lot of people from up here. That's when, good stuff. When I was man. a kid. Same deal. Well, you can have them, babe. You can have them. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful. They, okay. They've got issues. They Those do. guys got issues. They all <laughs> have issues. Deep seated. Hey, yeah. Can we circle back next week? Absolutely. Absolutely. We're circling back next week. Next this week. Time, Doc, uh, 2.30. That would be 2.30. Your oh, time. No, please understand. Texas is in the central time zone. Yeah, don't Washington do 2.30. Is in oh, yeah, my time. Yeah, because otherwise yeah, you'll, be on, you'll yeah, be off the air if you do it in his time yeah. at 2.30. <laughs> well, he can be with Hoffman, yeah. <laughs>
All right, babe, we'll get it worked out. We'll get it worked out. Give Sham my best. All right, good Have a great weekend, guys. Enjoy the weekend of football. We will. Love it. Thank you, babe. Loffenberg, always fun talking to him. That's fun. Oh, man. Yeah, he's got – this Cowboy fans have got issues. I love that. Uh, Yeah, they do. No, seriously. (laughs) Do you know – I'll ask you this then. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go to break. Do you know one Cowboy fan that is just high high IQ, great personality, just super person? No. All right, let's get a break. Uh, Burgundy Gold today, Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Burgundy and Gold today. Scott Jackson is uh, back in town covering Old Dominion. You know, it's supposed to be cool. You you put in a terrific contribution to that uh, to the fund, and yet you're calling games there and uh, just trying to catch you up. Feel you know, pressure to catch up to the money yeah. that I've spent. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get some of that money I've, I've given them back. Oh, that's good stuff. And again, I thought you guys had it oh, in the bin. I Oof. glanced down. I oh. go, oh, those are the worst losses. Awful. The one that you get snatched, somebody no comes and picks it up. No doubt. Clay uh, will be furious with me. Now he will be. Um, Babe Lothenberg was great, and I love it. Yeah. But, you know, the great thing about Babe is he's very honest. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. He's not one of these cowboy you know, guys that are like being kept hostage, and, no. you know, saying no. what they're supposed no. to say. He, he gives you the truth. And, yeah. you know, the fact that he is openly telling us what we've already known, we've been telling people on the radio for decades here about mm-hmm. cowboy fans in the D.C. area. Which is they're all try they were all they all started because they're rebelling all, against yeah, their parents. It's rebellion. Yeah, it's yeah, a rebellion it thing. And people go, Oh, come on, it's not that simple. And here's the guy, the Cowboys analyst who played football here in the begin very mm-hmm. beginning of his career. He's been and both. his career in Dallas, been all over yeah. the world. He's global. Babe Loffenberg telling you he meets yeah. these folks all the time and they say the same things to him, which is, yeah, it was the way to get back at mom and dad, or in this in his story, yeah. dad. It's traumatic. <laughs> yes. It does have something that it's not just to be mocked. No. It's a it's it's something that really needs clinical attention. Yes, agree. We, you know, it's 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 deeper than we just talking trash. Sure. This is something that I hope that they don't have to live with it their whole life. That they can come to grips with it and get over it because it's just I've never seen anything like it. No. And maybe it's this way in Denver with Raider fan. Maybe it's this way. I don't know. I don't know if it's like this in other cities with their rivals, but this is deep, and they're everywhere. No doubt. Yeah, I mean it's just. Uh, yeah, it is. It's it's it is. Uh, it's interesting to hear him say it. Look, I mean, as he said, you go back, you look at the picks by Dak. They weren't all on him. They then they and they weren't. No, nah, that's true. Now the two last week. Well, there, excuse me. There's one last week, but it should have been two. Back to back plays. Well, the same exact play. Well, what are you going to say about Heineke? You see, if we start right. getting the woulda, well, shoulda, coulda. Know, but I'm just saying. Not only did he almost get picked on one play, then he went back to the well again and actually got picked. And this time it was a touchdown. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things. Like, come on, man. But it, it was weird. Just even beyond the pick, right? He was high. He was wide. He was all over the place. He was like overthrowing. He was out of rhythm. He was so out of rhythm. And it wasn't like there was an amazing pass rush. I mean, the, the commanders were actually playing a lot of coverage on him. Apparently, that's been his problem lately is when teams are rushing kind of soft on him and dropping people back in coverage, it's it's messing with him. And they did a really nice job with it. And again, I don't know what their motivation was for the game, blah, blah, blah. But at some point, you would have thought, 
okay, they're going to get their uh, their stuff together besides a one drive before halftime just to get themselves off the field so they can say, hey, look, Mike, we've done our job here. Get us out of here before yeah, somebody gets hurt. they could have won hurt. the game. They, could, they were still trying to vie for a week off. But there was no chance they were going to get a week off. Even with a win, the Eagles were winning. Eagles were in control of the Giants. They weren't going to lose the division. So they had no chance. Well, Jalen could have gotten hurt. Anything yeah. could have happened. I don't know. I, I just felt like there was a moment, a couple moments in the game where they could have easily pulled those guys and nobody would have cared in Dallas. Instead of like making them suffer through playing all the way through and losing to a quarterback that you know hadn't played all year, and the, and the team was like hiding by dropping it back nineteen times, and wouldn't let the poor kid go for it on fourth and a yard and a half at the twenty-something no. yard line, instead making uh, Joey Sly kick another field goal. Hooray! Or a tip to kick yeah. another. Well, field well, right, goal. and he did yeah. make it. Now he made that one. Yeah, but still, yeah, I was just like that was uh, among the many frustrations I have over the last week. Yeah, that it, one. It's, it's been amazing. It has you been know, amazing. Just you know, coaching scared. Love it. Um, all right, coming up, we'll get to uh, some of the playoff action coming up this weekend. We'll get your calls on uh, if, as you know, you got rooting interest in this thing. Wild card weekend. If you're a Commanders fan, Burgundy Gold, as a lot of you are, they listen. Um, do you have rooting interest this weekend? Um, or are you just one of these haters? I got some friends that are like anybody but the Vikings and the 49ers, you know, those kind of people. Well, when you look at it, from our standpoint, people hate Dallas mm-hmm. with a passion. Sure. They hate the Kirk thing with yep. a passion. Yeah. And they hate the Niners yes. with a passion. Sure. So really, this is interesting when you look well, at Well, you're in trouble because then there's the Eagles who you should hate. They're playing next. I mean, there's really no good answers in the NFC, like who wins it, like to be less painful for a Commanders Giants, fan. I think it's going to be the Giants. That would be very painful. I know. That would be particularly one. painful for somebody um, <laughs> is telling us that, you know, it's like, you know, takes three trigonometry yeah, yeah. to get this done. Um, it would also be interesting if the Seahawks were to advance somehow because obviously oh, no. they threw away, you know, their, their franchise quarterback or traded him away. And um, they would, that would be incredible. And well, playing the a Bay team Area has been wet. Yes. And I'm thinking that Levi feel all natural. I'm just trying to think. Yeah. I have not spoken to Sheehan about this yet, but I'm guessing it's going to be. Poor. I will have to call to find out what right. the, where the numbers are trending. All right, we'll get to some calls coming up. A rooting interest this weekend three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty, or maybe the rooting to get interest. I mean, we get it. Everybody's rooting against the Cowboys on Monday night, but where else are you going? Uh, and we'll get to this Derek Carr uh, team's scenario as well. It's Burgundy Gold today. Team ninety streaming live on the Free Odyssey app.